We now continue with more of The Mark Milton Show with The Smash on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. All right, this is The Mark Milton Show with yep. The Smash. Broadcasting from Bullish like that. Salute, the Miller man. Furniture Studios. Yeah, I got it worked up. I almost said live, from, but we're not live because <laughs> we're recorded. <laughs> I don't want to regulate. But we're live know, while we're recording. Violate any regulations. Big yeah. news this week in the NBA. Yeah. Rich Harden traded from... The tax-free income ta- income tax state of uh, Texas, yeah, to New York, Brooklyn. Headed oh, he's going to Brooklyn. Yeah. Okay. How uh, about Kyrie? The, What's going on? With being Kyrie the tax in nerd that I am, yeah. you know what you know what the Catch impact potential impact is. Yeah. So over a mil- if you're making over a million bucks, yeah, almost the nine percent income tax rate in, oh, New, no, in New York State. Wow. Versus Texas, which is yeah zero. Yeah. So he's making thirty-eight million dollars this year. Yeah. That's about year? three million three million in tax state taxes he would pay. Shoo. Assuming everything was all games were played in New York versus right. somewhere else. Because you do have to pay yeah. in the localities where the you, state play, you, where go you to. play. Yeah. yeah but right. I mean still, again, these guys, I don't know if they think about it. He was very uh, unhappy in uh yeah. in Texas with Houston. I don't know if he thought about the tax implications. Yeah, right. Oh. Well, when you're making that kind of money, who cares about taxes? I three million dollars? You should I care. If I'm making 38, I don't care about three. That's crazy smash. Plus, he's paying probably 37.5% to the feds. It's a big deal. That's a good point. It's a big deal. But more importantly, we yeah. want to get Dave's feet. I mean, Harden to the Nets, what do you think of the trade? Can he break it down for us? Well, it's going to be very interesting to see where they fit in with Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, especially mm-hmm. with Kyrie, because remember, Kyrie is the same guy who couldn't play with LeBron anymore. He had to be his own guy, and yeah. now you've got James Harden. Well, Harden and, Harden and Durant didn't like playing together. They played together in OKC. Right. Yeah, so now Harden's reunited with Durant before he was reunited with Westbrook, and that only lasted a year. Can he ever be happy? Can any of those guys ever be happy for that matter? And the Nets, too, you know, it was a very steep cost as well. They had to part with four first-round draft picks. They had to part really? with a couple of very good players, especially their starting center, Jarrett Allen. Hmm. You know, the Cavaliers, they swooped in as the third partner in the deal, and Allen was their target all along. They gave up a first-round pick from Milwaukee in 2022, which isn't much when you consider they re-signed Giannis. So, How about this guy Mike Love with the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers? Uh, Kevin, Kevin Love? Love, yeah. Oh, Mike he's Love. Still there. That's, the, that's the Beach Boys. Okay, yeah, I'm sorry. Kevin's still there, but he's been hurt most of this season. Yeah, I mean, he's he's always been a great, you know, great pr- I would have thought LeBron would have brought him with him, yeah, to tell you the truth. Yeah, he had the gaudy numbers when he was in Minnesota. In yeah. Cleveland, he settled in in the support role with LeBron. And yeah, but he makes a ton of money, though. He, I don't, yeah, think, they I don't him, think they could have brought him to the yeah. Lakers because he was making— Probably twenty. He probably make like twenty five million a year. Yeah, easily, easily, if not more. They basically signed wow. him to a max extension when LeBron left, so to give the fans the message that hey, we're not totally tanking. Yeah. So yeah. is Kyrie just playing, man? Yeah. You, what's you going know on? the NBA better than I really don't know what's going on with Kyrie, and I don't even know if his coach Steve Nash knows what's going on. Yeah. Well, right. That's what Kyrie Irving to me is just nothing but problems. I mean, you you saw like in Boston. I mean. Yeah. First, yeah, the Cleveland issues, obviously, you know, he had a problem with LeBron, et cetera. But I think what was more concerning is that Boston got rid of him because they had a good thing going, and they had a lot of good pieces right. there, and they didn't think they needed him, well, which yeah. says a lot. Look at everywhere he's gone other than Cleveland. You look at Boston. Brad Stevens built a great culture, but when Kyrie was there, they were playing better with him out of the lineup than in the lineup. Yeah. And even when he got to Brooklyn, same type of thing. 
When yep. he's in the lineup, nothing but trouble. And his personality is just so unpredictable. You don't know what Kyrie you're getting. You well, know. it reminds me a lot of when the Nets tried to bring in KG, Pierce, Duran Williams, Darren Williams from Illinois, you know, kind of in their yeah. in their twilight years, and it just didn't produce anything. And I feel like they're giving up a lot again to try to make a sim- similar type three-headed run and i just i don't i don't see it i just harden looks like he's 50 pounds overweight yeah, I know. as it is durant i mean kind of remains to be seen you know what what he's able to do long term he's got a lot of injuries uh, you know in the past and then Kyrie's just just a total head case and mm-hmm. not to mention when you bring in studs like that you still need your dime players you still need your role guys yeah and here in this deal now i know there are obviously salary cap implications involved too but you're getting rid of your starting caliber center, one who's going to be coveted as a restricted free agent this offseason, that's a lot to ask. And, you know, you still have to play D in the playoffs, too. Yep. You know, what's this guy's name across my <laughs> name? <laughs> reminds me a lot of uh, David Stern. You yeah. sound just like David Stern, Dave. Serious business, man. Put him up. Put him he, in the commissioner's office. I think yeah. Dave would be good, man. One day maybe I can be as successful. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Well, hey, if well, we get a St. Louis... Then, you're stuck with us, pal. When you when St. Louis gets an NBA team, they're gonna put Dave in the front office. He'll be That'd he'll be, be the head of, he'll be Dave the head knows of scouting. Yeah. He knows his stuff very well. So But St. Louis will never get an NBA team. All I've ever heard is St. Louis will not support the NBA. Smash that is such not a, a basketball fallacy. town. It's such a fallacy. And I, time, bel- I would love to see the NBA. And I'm working here. on a little something in time. We'll we'll you? we'll talk about it. But it's just a we're putting together a feasibility study. And yeah. I think you'd be surprised. The amount of dollars that are here. Were you ever a baller, support. man? I play basketball now. Yeah, but I, I mean, I, were you a baller? No, I was never a baller. I mean, I got cut from my freshman team at Belleville East. I mean, and I moved on to tennis. So what does that tell you? That's not balling. <laughs> no, that's not ball. But I was also very small Yeah. in high school. I mean, I was like. You were small? My freshman year, yeah. I was like, I don't know, five seven, maybe my freshman you? year. You? Yeah. I didn't wow. grow. I, I mean, I grew to be. I was still growing in college. I mean, I'm 6'4 now, but I mean, I mm-hmm. was. Uh, yeah, I mean, He's I was, trying, guy out, who, who I was guys, trying out for point guard yeah. <laughs> at a, a high school of 2,500 kids. 5'7"? Yeah, I mean, it was not. I mean, yeah. I, hey, eighth grade feeder champs, Wolf Branch, oh, what's really? up? Yeah, backup point guard. The <laughs> 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 guy averaged about six minutes a game. Ah, uh, that's fantastic. I was a real gritty player, though. Yeah. You know, just X's and O's. Really yeah. ran the, we ran the Bruin offense. Yeah. Coach Padgett, mm-hmm. who I think listens to the show, uh, we ran a nice Bruin offense. Seventh, Coach White, seventh and eighth grade. Um, well, you've come a long way. We won way. the eighth grade feeder. That was a big deal. You've come a long way, and uh, endomorph. I did become Salute. better, actually. I mean, yeah. when I played, I started playing more pickup. Get you know, pickup basketball as I got bigger, mm-hmm. junior, senior year, mm-hmm. and into college playing. You know, but were you ever years. were you ever a baller? No, never, no. And I still wear like these hideous black, all black, like. Nike flight basketball shoes. I've been oh, waiting really? for the right yeah. opportunity to buy a new pair. I've probably had them for 15 years. You don't no have joke. like a, a law basketball league or anything like uh, that? All these lawyers to, oh, to play? Great story about that. We used to play in law school yeah. um, at SLU, the undergrad campus, back when the law school was on the undergrad campus. Yeah. And we would play pickup basketball as a group of us, 10 to 12 you know, law students. And there was this guy, Jordan Campanella, who he was a tremendous athlete. He played it. He played football at Eastern Illinois. Probably about six three. Yeah, could just jump out of the gym. And we're playing a pickup game, and I'm on the break. I, I like to get out and run when there's a yeah. fast break. Try to sure. you know get feed the big man when he's right running, the, running the court. Right. And I get a pass and kind of all in one motion, you know, lay it in real you nice. Did. Well, I off the backboard. Jordan comes in and pins it on the back on the glass, oh, okay. and I run down the court. Yeah. And I'm doing the like you see in 
yeah. organized, officiated basketball, right like giving the hand signal, like yeah. it's good goaltending. Yeah, right First up. person to call exactly. a goaltend in a pickup basketball game, and yeah. I never lived in town because <laughs> nobody gave me the goaltend. They said it was a clean block. Which uh, the ball clearly, clearly hit the backboard yeah. before he pinned it, yeah. which is a goaltend. Yeah. Boy, you it's got on issues, its way man. down. Once it hits the backboard, the you ball got, is on its way down. You got issues. Just just keep saying to yourself, I am a baller. I am a baller. I am a baller. I do enjoy it. It's one, it's one form of exercise that I enjoy. The best. Versus like, I love playing basketball. Yeah, versus, you know, running ugh, yeah. like on a treadmill or oh, outside. I know. I know. I mean, I do a little. I like, I like spin classes. Back in my DOJ days, um, we I actually. I can't see you in a spin class because of the size of the bike seat. It's not easy, Smash. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's talking prostate. I can. Feel, it feels like it's milking my prostate when I'm on that bike. But that's why you got to get off it every now and then. You know, you do the climbs. Milking my prostate. But there was a group wow. of us um, at yeah. DOJ. We had a. We, it was. A, we, I worked in the judiciary. What was it JCB Judiciary Center building? Uh -huh. uh, right near Judiciary Square in DC, and older building. But we had a just a. I mean, it was like a fitness museum upstairs. It was a, on the yeah. top floor. They had a workout facility yeah. that you could go use. Nice. And they did have classes. They had spin classes. So that's when I first started taking uh, spin classes and mm -hmm. go up there at lunchtime and get a good 30, 40-minute workout in. So yeah. it's always a good time. Nice. You know? you're, well, you're a different kind of baller. Exactly. <laughs> but, again, basketball to me balling. is just a great form of uh, exercise. Golf, too, if I walk. Yeah. You know, I, can, I, I like to walk 9, 18. You ever play racquetball? Back in the day, yeah, I used to love racquetball. I'd like to get into squash. I've, I've, I know that squash, squash is, is very fast, man. Yeah, um, but let me tell you this: I used to play squash. Believe it or not, you get hit with a squash ball as opposed to a racquetball. Squash ball, you become a baller. I'll tell you what, what I, I really like, you, and I haven't really gotten to play as much as I'd like is, is pickleball. That's all the rage. I keep seeing that. There's the, the courts up at uh, my father-in-law is like all about pickle, pickleball. Yeah, up at yeah. the pair, they got pickleball only. I mean, that, that's yeah. rare to find where you. What have, is that? So pickleball is basically it's like I call it mini tennis. It's yeah. a small court that kind of looks like a regular tennis court with a regular net. And yeah. The net might be a little bit lower than a normal tennis net. Uh -huh. And you use this ball. It's almost like a like a wiffle ball. You know, back in, you had the true wiffle balls, but yes, you had wiffle right. balls that had holes all the way around it. Right. So it's got holes all the way around it. So the ball kind of oh, flutters really? a little bit. Um, and there's rules about where you can be when you can hit the ball out of the air. So there's yeah. something they call it the kitchen. Yeah. There's a line between that that. Uh, it's probably four feet of space between the line and the net where you can't be in there and hit the ball out of the air. Mm -hmm. so there's a lot of dinking, a lot of dunking. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's kind of there's a little strategy. Yeah. It's not it, – it's kind of an old man's game because yeah. there's not – I mean, you can't really just blow people away just because so of the nature of it. you are not a true baller, but you're on the edge of being a pickleballer. I'd like to become a pickleballer, but I just haven't had the time to play as much as I'd like. I've played up there a few times. It's a very friendly environment. Everyone's yes. very cordial. You know, because it's not. We that. ought to start our own team. I would love that. Me yeah. and you against uh, all these uh, old folks who are. And it's out there. kind of a funky pad. It's almost like a paddle that it you is. use. Um, takes some getting used. Not to. like a tennis rack. No, it's it's a solid. Uh, oh, it's an actual paddle. Yeah, it's a, it's it's literally like a oh, really? like a big ping pong paddle. Yeah, um, it's we, a lot of fun though. We'd be ballers then, man. And you don't have to exert yourself. Like, ballers. There's not a lot of wear and tear on your knees. Yeah, because um, you're not. It's like I mean, I played tennis in high school, um, and I would play you know in college and stuff. But um, it's just playing singles match against somebody. I mean, mm -hmm. if you go out and hit the ball around, I mean, it can take a toll mm -hmm. on your on your body. So this is a lot lot friendlier on the knees. 
Can I ask you a tax question? Because yeah, you are absolutely. the uh, St. Louis tax it's lawyer. It's tax time, baby. STLtaxlawyer.com. Uh, um, this deal where I can now write off all that I eat, can I write off if I'm buying Twinkies at the uh, QT or something like that? It's on the way to a gig. We've been through this. It's business related. I thought it 100%. changed at the new year. That is, is what business. I'm on my way to a gig. That could be if you if you got to eat if you got to tra for travel purposes. Some ho hos, whatever. I don't think the uh, well, I'd have to look at that, but it, it, you you probably uh, would not if you're not traveling sort of out of town, right? But mm. if you have a bit like if you're going to sit down and have a couple of Twinkies with with somebody on your yeah. on your with your band or yeah. whatever else you might <laughs> exactly. have, if it has a business purpose, yeah. Then you, that is the new, you know, the change is that you're allowed to deduct 100% of the meal. Nice. Um, it doesn't apply to entertainment. So, yeah. like, if you were to go golfing or, you know, bowling with somebody, I mean, that doesn't yeah. doesn't qualify. But meals certainly do. Um, and I hope it helps. I know, I mean, restaurants are really hurting. I, I, I don't know how, as I don't know how so many of them have been able to survive, quite frankly, with everything going on. What if I want to take somebody to a concert when they open up? Can I write off both tickets? Uh, no, because it's entertainment. That would qualify as entertainment. Yeah, not but we're meals. talking business during this whole deal. I know, and they explicitly don't allow entertainment anymore. I say we Only go to meals. a ball game, and I take a buddy. I can't write off the ticket of the ball. No, but you can write off if you buy a round of beers. You can write nachos, that off. You can write theoretically write that off. Keep all your receipts, people. I do want to give a uh, shout out, and this is tax related to one of our great sponsors, Andy Newbold with First Bank. Oh, yes. Andy Newbold, uh, for all your mortgage needs, uh, be sure to reach out to Andy. One of the things that um, with the new tax law, you know, a lot of people increased standard deduction has, has caused them not to itemize. But one mm -hmm. area where people still do itemize is with mortgage interest, right? So yeah. if you have a lot of mortgage interest, um, you can still deduct that, if, yeah. you know, if you meet other uh, qualifications. And so if you've got a mortgage, right, and maybe you haven't refied in a few years, now is a really good time to talk to Andy see what the options are, see what the rates are. Because the rates mm. are down in like the twos now. I know. And that interest is deductible. So yeah. another thing you could look at is doing, you know, if you've got other credit card debt or other consumer debt, yeah. you could refinance, pay off some of that debt, and then it's almost like a consolidation, right? So nice. then the interest you're paying on your debt is deductible, whereas credit card consumer debt is not deductible. So something to think about if you're in the market for a refi or a new house mm. um, definitely want to give Andy Newbold a call you can reach him he actually uh, gives out his cell phone 314-660-2223 again that's 314-660-2223 if you're in the market for a mortgage please give Andy Newbold and First Bank a shot at your business you can call him or text him 314-660-2223 so let's say I buy a $500,000 house 2% of that is whatever the mortgage is. All right. So can I, once I'm in the house, write off that mortgage interest? Plus I'm running my business out of my house. So I got like, let's say a third of my house is set up as an office space. Can I write that off on top of the mortgage? Yeah. So you can do business use of home as uh -huh. a deduction, yeah. as long as you have a space that is exclusively used for business. Um, there's a form 8829 that you can use to take an actual, you know, calculate all of your actual costs of home ownership, utilities, all yeah. that stuff, and then take a percentage based on square footage mm. as a home office. There's also a streamlined method, which I recommend to a lot of clients that allows you to basically take $1,500 off your, your self-employment income. Um, if you've got an office that you use at home, that way you don't oh, have really? to go through, you know, tiling up all yeah, of your right. receipts and you don't have to worry about potential 
depreciation on your house, which the yeah. 8829 does allow for depreciation. But something to look at for sure. Um, and if you have home insurance, that's something that's also oh, yeah. factored into that. And if you need to get yeah. another quote on your home insurance, be sure to check out Kevin Wingenbach with State Farm. Kevin takes care of all of our insurance needs from homeowners insurance to our property. Uh, uh, excuse me, our, our, uh, our uh, <laughs> what am I trying to say here? Homeowners. Yeah. Property, vehicles. Commercial. Life insurance. Yeah. Commercial. Yeah, he takes care of all of it. So be sure to give Kevin Wingenbach State Farm a shout at your business. You can learn more at SoCoInsurance.com. Kevin will take real good care of you. Smash, this has been a crazy show yeah, all over the place, it. but it's been enjoyable I to be it. with you as always. Hopefully you get your internal plumbing issues straightened out, yeah, and I you can always so. go to BrightHouseCo.com for all of your own personal yeah. plumbing needs. Yeah. My plumbing needs ain't about uh, anything but squeezing the Charmin. That's all I can tell you. This is the Mark Milton Show with the Smash Broadcasting from the Miller Furniture Studios. Be sure to check us out anytime at 590thefan.com or you can download the podcast or via Apple iTunes or anywhere where you subscribe to podcasts. It's been a pleasure, Dave. Thank you, as always, for being such a great yep. producer for us. My pleasure. I look forward to doing it again next week. Absolutely. This is the Mark Milton Show with the Smash.